BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a great day. Speaking of grit, one of the grits, the greatest to ever do it. Where is that from? We always say, hope you're having a great day. We always say that. I don't know where it's from, but it's obviously from something. Like a movie or something. Yeah. I don't know. Great day. I don't know. It's giving fat bastard. It's giving Russian. <laughs> no, it's fat bastard. Where was he from? Fat bastard is Austin Powers, but the only fat no, bastard. Of course. Oh. But where was he? Like his oh, accent. Where is oh, he, where does, where does he, he originate? Where does he hail from? What's his background? I'm not sure. Although the only um, fat bastard quotes that I really resonate with are twins, Basil and uh, Cobbs are the enemy. What mm-hmm. about I eat because I'm unhappy? I'm unhappy because I eat. I didn't know. I thought that was Socrates. I didn't know that was Fat the Bastard. The same but different. The same but different. I eat because I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I eat. Like That's like that vicious cycle you're always talking about. Like, oh, you're trying to get dressed for something. You feel disgusting, fat. Like everything you're wearing doesn't fit you. And the only thing that makes you feel better is eating. Yeah. Or like you go to a party or something and you just like are not feeling yourself. You're just like insecure and you go home and like you just have to eat. Even right. though like eating's what got you to that Even place. though you're insecure because of the eating. <laughs> Yeah. But that's just life, man, you know? I eat because I'm insecure. I'm insecure because I eat. You're not fat because I hate you. I hate you because you're fat. <laughs> so those are just some... Words to hopefully not live by. Philosophical words of wisdom to start you off on your day. You know, Courtesy of Fat Bastard. And the law is reason free from passion. Always. Always. That's the one. You're wearing a very cute sweatshirt today. Would you like to tell the group about it? I would because it is our mama crew neck from our Toast Mama collection that we released right before Mother's Day so you could get yourself a little something sweet for you. And we have Bebe merch and toddler clothing merch. What's after toddler? Bitch, you are asking the wrong world. Right. No, it's like it goes up to 45T. So it's like t-shirts for kids. It's the cutest designs ever. This little podcasting bear. I read on page six that actually Harry was running around town in his Toast t-shirt. He was spotted in his Toast t-shirt looking so cute. And of course, that, you know, size and color immediately sold out once, you know, everybody heard World was wearing it. Of course, it. it was like the Kate Middleton effect. Exactly. So you can still get all of these things that are available at toastmerch.com. We have... Uh, onesies for babies and newborns all the way up to 24 months. We have t-shirts for toddlers. And then we have crewnecks, t-shirts, tote bags, and mugs for the mamas. It was just like a little gift to the mamas. 100%. Also, if there's a mama in your life and you like don't know what to get her, that's it's really for the aunties to buy gifts for the mothers, in my opinion. Yeah. Do you want one of these that says the toast auntie? Yes, I do. Should like that be the next drop? Like if we just swapped out the word, the word mama. mama. 
Yeah, that would be nice. Extremely niche collection. I know. I think there'd probably be like 13 of us, but we're a, a strong but mighty crowd. And the, 13 people deserve a crew neck. They do. And what... I think it's worth it just to make the little tweak. I agree. Okay. Well, you're looking gorgeous today. Oh my God, thank you. So are you tan legs. Oh my God, tan legs. This is like an old spray tan. I'm showing a lot of thigh on the YouTube today, which is why the iPad is covering. Like my whole pussy's out. Like it's not cool. This is a nice family show. Okay. Sure. We're not a nice family show? No, like your, your whole pussy isn't out. Oh, you, it's not? It's just a leg. It's just like a lot of thigh, you know? It's just thigh. It's a lot of thigh. Like Any thighs? Too much thigh? No, no. I showed thigh yesterday on the toast. It's that time of year. I got to get comfortable showing leg on the toast, you know? It's 65 degrees today. It'll hit 70 by the time we leave the studio. Yeah, I'm struggling with that because I can't, like, get a spray tan. So right. my legs are so pale. Maybe you should, you know, sit outside and get a real tan on your legs. That, like, doesn't happen for me. Same. So I know that there are, like, self-tanning products that are pregnancy safe. They're, like, made with just, like coffee oh um which I could do that you but should. I haven't like committed it hasn't started to bother me enough yet that I'm not trying my legs but I do have like a cute few dresses it would be nice to wear on the show but not in the state of these legs well how are pregnant women self-tanning their legs like you can't bend over you got a baby in front of you you know oh I guess we're just going up to mid-thigh or maybe like we're having our but husbands like, look, doing I it I can touch here I can reach it I can reach it oh so I guess you'd reach. be sitting yeah I okay reach Reach. Reach. I don't give a reach. I don't give a reach. No, I don't. So maybe that's what's next for me. Perhaps. But what was also next for me this morning was I listened to a wonderful podcast so that got me in the chatty mood. Yeah. Two of the chattiest girls I know. So true. Shannon and Snatchler. The Snatchler went on Shannon's podcast when we were in Nashville. Shannon just does a premium. Did you listen as audio or YouTube? I listened as audio because I was doing my makeup, but you know how much I love watching video. So it was like... I feel like I need to watch it again as a video because I'm missing key things. Elements. And they're gorgeous girls. They with, got all dressed up. And they get all dressed up. Like, I want to watch it. I watched um, on YouTube. It was a gorgeous way to get dressed. I love having something to watch in the mornings. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes, like, the whole getting ready process so much more fun. No, I really felt like I was getting ready with my girlies. We were chuckling. We were laughing. <laughs> we were getting deep. Yeah, of course. So it was really enjoyable. And it made me want to put on a good show today. It inspired you? It inspired me to podcast my little heart out. Just to podcast the hardest you've ever podcasted in your life. You no, know, but not too hard. Like, I don't want to be like, I'm trying too hard, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah, you know? I do know. Why are you smiling like that? Because it's a, it's a delicate balance. It is a delicate balance. It's like deliver a show that has, has it all, but not too much of it all. Yeah, because people could sniff that out. 100%. And you just have to be yourself, but you want to be your best self. And how are the stories today? Like, categorize The stories them. are good. Yeah. yeah, the stories are really strong. The first four kind of fell into slot immediately. That's the best. And then the fifth was just like um, some random biz news that will take us on a tangent, which is kind of my perfect lineup. Yeah, I agree. I like feel that. Like four solid celeb stories and fifth randomness that will make us have something funny to say. Very cool. Well, my book club met last night. It was a great success. I read after it in page six. Didn't make the stories, no, but I figured, okay. I figured because you would bring it up. Yeah, we met. It was really uh, a success. You know, pretty much everyone hated the book except Raquel. She like loved it. She couldn't believe we all hated it, which is good. You know, at least somebody should enjoy the book. She was the Margot of the group. But it doesn't really matter. Like, like the main event last night wasn't the book. It was the food. Like Abe went all out on desserts, on entrees. It was really just, I ate so much like I I was I actually got home and I was not okay from how much I ate mm. spaghetti steak chicken rice mm, sweet s'mores for dessert two proteins wow yeah no there was like three proteins it was also kebabs I didn't have kebabs 
Uh, it's just like, I'm really hungry. So this Sorry. is kind of like hard for me to hear. Well, um, you know the word kebab. Like when you think of the word kebab, what do you think of? Shish. Kebab. Shish kebab. I exclusively think of Shaws of Sunset. And like, I really can't say the word kebab. I have to say kebab. Oh. There are so many words that like I say differently, seriously, because of Shaws of Sunset. Is that where great comes from? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> Even when I like talk to or talk about Mercedes Javid, it's Mercedes. Yeah. Mercedes. But if you were to buy a vehicle. Mercedes. From Mercedes. Yeah. I, 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 I can keep the two separate. Got it. Mercedes. You look like a piece of wood. Mercedes drives a Mercedes. She does, actually. And yes. <laughs> she has to. Of course. Mercedes. That's like Shannon has to drive a Ford truck. You know, a new. Um, she does. She was going down Shannon Ford Road. It really always took us where we wanted to go. A nice little reality TV like thing that happened is, you know, they unfortunately canceled Shaws of Sunset, which was so disgusting. But Mercedes actually works at the agency now. Mercedes, uh, not Mercedes, Mauricio Umansky's company. Is she on their show? She should be because she's reality TV gold. She is. But she's still very much like a part of the Bravo universe. And there's a lot of spinoff shows like uh, some TV I was watching had traitors on. Yeah, it's like a peacock show with all like the villains from past reality TV shows. And also some lay people. Like who? No, lay people. Oh, like citizens? Citizens. Private citizens. Ordinary people. I think that's what I gleaned from the show. I was kind of trying to put the pieces together as I was watching. By the way, I actually heard that show was like amazing. I heard that too. I watched an episode. I didn't feel that way. Oh. But I also didn't watch a whole episode and I didn't know what was going on. So it's not fair to say. Yeah. But I wasn't like feeling like, oh my God, I'm pulled in. No, I had heard that that show like had a really unique like concept. Not unique or just like a good concept with good people. And the first season was kind of gangbusters. They had like, you know, past villains, Brandy Glanville, Jax, Taylor. Yeah, I had heard people. They weren't all villains. Oh. Like um, Kyle Cook is in it. Ari. He's a little bit of a villain. Ari Leindyke. He actually like was a villain. Okay, fine. I guess, I guess like anyone could be a villain. Kyle Cook is not a villain. No, I... It's just to us. No, no, no. I think he's like a villain. No, he's like the affable... I guess. He's like Tom Sandoval before Scandoval. Ugh. Like only a villain in our eyes. Yeah. I saw on TikTok Tim, Tom Sandoval um, has fled the country. He was at the LAX International Airport probably getting out of Dodge before the reunion. Mm. Did they know where he was going? No, he was just like going through security. And fun fact, he did not have TSA pre-check. Maybe he was just going on vacation. Well, I also don't know, like, if everything we know about Tom Sandoval up until this point would lead me to believe he's going to, like, lean in. You know, people are going to be talking about him more than ever. Running away is not something, it's not, you know, it's very out of character for him. Yeah. I mean, he, like, loves it. He's, like, still in the house. If he was a runner, he would Right. Run. He's a runner. He's a track star. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just, like, what I saw on TikTok, which means, you know, it's obviously true. Obviously. So, I guess that's all. So, the book club was good? That was The book it? club was good. Yeah, I don't have a lot to catch up with everyone on. I, like, didn't do much, like, worth discussing yesterday. Yesterday was just, like, kind of a blur. I don't even remember. We had our BHG. <gasps> right. We had our big day out with Harry. Harry actually came to the studio. What did he say when he got home? What did he think? He was really impressed with the operation. With he the said, lights and the cords? Yeah. He was like, Mom, you've got a really good thing going. I'm proud of you. And Aww. Claudia. He actually sat... In this chair right here, I knew it felt different when I sat in it today. And he was just kind of taken in, mesmerized by the lights. He loved the phone stand. He loves the phone stand. And then we took him out to lunch and he had pizza. And it was just like an amazing day. Like when I got home, Ben was like, 
how was your day? And I'm like, well, it was amazing, you know? <laughs> and that's not something you usually hear on a Monday. No, not from like a, like a what normally would have been like a standard work day. Right. I was like, oh, it was good, productive. How was your day? I said, Ben, I had an amazing day. I actually think I said, you know, I had the best day with, with rolled. Did it, today. not to be so annoying, but did it get like your ovaries tingling? Fuck off. No, honestly. Like the way I couldn't even eat. I was like, Harry, like, are you choking? <laughs> Harry, you need water. Harry, what do you need? Harry's falling out of the high chair. Like, honestly, no. If you're going to ask a question, I'm going to be fucking honest. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that hasn't happened for you at all. Through this process. Even with Michaela. No. Like, every time you're with the kids, like you have the best time, but it does not leave you. Other people are like, my ovaries are tingling. No. Honestly, when when I'm spending time with the kids, like I'm so fulfilled, but I also like I hit a point where I just like slowly back away and retreat to my bedroom. Like it's a lot. Yeah. Like and I'm when I'm with the kids, I'm not focusing on like the ovary love part. I'm focused on like the laborious part. I'm like, okay, I've had enough. Got to go. Like I love these kids. We take a bullet for them. Get out of the car. Okay. You know? Okay. Just had to ask. Yeah. Because I'm sure people are thinking it. Oh, were they? Like, I feel so fulfilled by my nieces and nephews. Like, honestly, it's enough for me. I know. Like, you and Olivia did too good of a job having the most perfect poo-poo children that what what could I possibly offer, you know? What could you bring to the table? Nothing. Like, K? Yeah. Rolled? Levi? Seriously, like, it's good. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, we will. We'll circle back. If you know what's good for you. <laughs> we'll circle back in a year. Yeah. So now that all the questions have been asked. Right, now that you've like invaded my personal ovary space. You're not touchy about that, are no, you? No, no, I'm not. Um, when it's from um, people I don't know. Of course, that's fucking weird. Like, I'm not going to say her name, but like, you know who I'm talking about. Like. Oh my God. No, she I said didn't something know. so fucking I didn't know rude. who you were talking Actually, about. Actually, you weren't even there. I was with Olivia. Oh my God. She was like, what about you? Like, I don't know this person at all. She does not know this person. I barely know. And she was like, what about you? You don't want to do it? And I was thinking of like making up a lie. Like, I like, oh my God. Like, just to make her feel bad because, like, fuck off, bitch. Yeah. That's crazy. And by the way, it's nobody juicy. Like, it's not a celebrity or an influencer. It's It's nobody you guys know. It's just like some bitch. Yeah, that's who I already got bad vibes from the first time I met her. I just felt like I, I didn't like her. Yeah. No, that's so crazy. And, you know, I'm coming just from a place of curiosity and, like, no, take your time turn. You're completely fine. Like, over the weekend, we had um, brunch with a bunch of girlies, some who are pregnant, some who have kids, some are, are in the stages. Like, everybody's in different stages. Yeah. And we all were talking about it, and everyone was just bringing up, like, where they're at. And I didn't. I don't feel any... That, that's a safe space. Like, it's, yeah. And if I know you and love you, but, like, if I don't, like, you better watch your fucking mouth around me, bitch. Yeah. But safe space is a safe space. And the toast is a safe space, because it's also, like, the element of, like list broadcasting no like people, people were wondering you're you're within your right you're well within your rights to ask okay okay cool cool you're welcome now i yes. think yes, without yes, further ado here are the fast five stories that you need to know and today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring today's episode. So it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you never take a moment to think about what you need for yourself because the most important person in your life spoiler alert is you. What is turdy need? When we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched out, burned out, feeling thin, not in the way that you might want. Therapy can give you the tools that to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's a really great accessible platform that is like a very good entry into therapy. I know a lot of people who have had great success with BetterHelp. Um, and what's so great about it is that it's all done entirely online. So there's so many elements of 
you're like a socially awkward person, there's so many elements of therapy that can be like genuinely painful, like waiting in the waiting room, like seeing other people and then just like the social interactions of it. But it's all done online with BetterHelp. Um, it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire and then you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. And one of the parts that I like about it best is that you can switch therapist at any time for no additional charge and no additional weirdness. Like there's no awkward like, hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm going to another. Like it's just awkward. Um, so you can video chat, you can phone call, you can text, really any sort of medium, whatever you're most comfortable with, with your um therapist find more balance with better help visit betterhelp.com slash toast today to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash toast to get 10% off your first month today's episode is also brought to you by article summer's on its way I mean I'm showing thigh if that doesn't mean get your outdoor patio set up, then I don't know what does. Have you been dreaming of, up ideas for your outdoor space and how to make the most of it? Well, the best thing about summer is getting to do all of your favorite indoor things outside, having meals, watching movies, falling asleep on the sofa. Everything is better al fresco, including a glass of Pinot Grigio. Article believes in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their online-only model, they have really great delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs make furniture shopping simple. Their team of designers are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price, and they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stand the test of time and look good doing it. They offer fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada, and they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time, they'll send you updates every step of the way. I will say one of my favorite parts of your house, and probably like the one thing I'm most jealous of is your outdoor space. You have like great couches, tables, places to put your feet, dining tables. I've had lunch with Harry outside. And I was actually there, I think, in the beginning when you moved in where you got a bunch of article pieces delivered for your outdoor screened in situation. And it was really so efficient. Like we were able to do the toast. We knew that he would be coming after. Like it was not a burden, which I think furniture delivery can be a lot yeah, of the time. You clear your schedule. You got to clear your schedule and just like wait around like an asshole. Not with Article. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash toast and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com, A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash toast for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our first story, Kim Kardashian is getting some heat again after comments made on a podcast yes i saw she was on jay shetty but i didn't see what she was getting backlash for. okay i'll tell you what she said and then what people are saying so here's what she said kim kardashian speaks on the chaos of being a single mom she admits that parenting is one of the quote most challenging yet rewarding things she has encountered in life she said there are nights i cry myself to sleep like holy shit this fucking tornado in my house like what just happened actually this is perfect regarding considering the conversation we, we just, just had. had she went on jay Shetty's podcast um, and had a conversation about parenting and also being a single mom. She emphasized that even in the mess of it all, it is still the best chaos. She said, everyone says the days are long and the years are short and that couldn't be like a more true statement. It is the most rewarding job in the entire world. There is nothing that can pre prepare you. I don't care how long you wait. I don't care what you're waiting for. You are never prepared. So people are um, What's wrong with that? upset. She, so she opened up about the chaos in her home life, saying that sometimes she gets through the night hour by hour to see if we're going to survive. If a tantrum comes in, oh my God, your life is completely upside down. And she talked about like crying herself to sleep some nights, like just from the stress, stress and just the chaos of it all. Okay. So people are slamming her saying she's acting like she's middle class and complaining about her struggles as a single mom. You know, she has a full staff and nannies to help her and that she's not, Right, like in just it. Allowed to complain. Okay, I mean, I just so don't agree with that, like whatsoever. Um, 
like I just don't like just because it's different than other people's situations doesn't mean she's not entitled to talk about it she is a single mom she's also I think feel like what we know about her like yes she has all this infrastructure I'm sure she has like a team of nannies and everything um but she's like a really involved mom and so as much as you have help like you still want to do everything yourself Mm -hmm. and your kids at the end of the day like want their mom and I don't know I just feel like she's entitled that's like that thing like you know, I'm drowning in 100 feet of water and you're drowning in 20 feet of water, but we're both still drowning. So true. I've never heard that. Yeah, I heard it on Olivia Jade's story once wow. and it actually really stuck with me. It's like people are allowed to complain even if their situations are different or better than yours. Right. So here are some of the the tweets roundup okay. of what people are saying, just to give context air to yeah. like what people are saying. And I just want to say, I meant, I wanted to listen to what she had to say because without the whole context of the conversation, like it's Irrelevant. not worth having... A, a, a take on it but then Shannon and Snitch dropped their episode right and so you were otherwise I was otherwise preoccupied she said quote she uh, Twitter tweeters said she also talks as if she doesn't have a full staff of people helping her what the fuck someone else Kim has four nannies one assigned to each kid motherhood is not hard nannies are raising her kids she needs to stop trying to act like she's middle class I just want to say I'm like the biggest Kim fan ever and I, I don't know that to be a fact that she has that she's a, a kid a nanny per kid. kid where did since when I, I, I don't know that either it could be true but like where did we learn that yeah, and I at no point in what she was saying did I feel like she was trying to be middle class. I mean, she's sitting there like looking like, you know, die, like she's so famous. Like she was, oh, oh, for a second I thought she was middle class. Like I never fucking thought that. Like that's not a valid. And I also don't think she was doing that thing that a lot of celebrities do that bothers me where they like try and be relatable. Yeah. Where they, um, you know, complain about like relatable things that everyone goes through. But it's like you actually don't go through, go through that. I actually don't feel like that's what she was doing. I feel like one thing about motherhood is like it really is like the great equalizer like no matter how many you know how much help you have or how much money you have like everyone especially like I feel like what we know about the Kardashians like they're really involved parents they don't Mm -hmm. just like you know toss their kids to some facility and like run away um motherhood really is like the great equalizer and yes certain people have help but it's still like it takes a village it takes a village and it's still like a lot of pressure to raise people you yeah know what I mean and so I feel like even if her day-to-day looks different from other people's like she still has a world of pressure on top of her taking care of four kids like running multiple businesses being a single mom being a single mom but we also you I don't think we talked about this on the show but we, we kind of did because that person that Jeremy you, Allen White's um ex-wife had said that she's now a single mom yeah and we were like questioning to single motherhood apply to divorced parents where the father is in the picture no it's a good question and And you know what you know that um jeremy allen white's addison timlin his ex-wife actually changed her caption from single mother to co-parent because maybe she got like backlash i was just curious i I don't know what qualifies as single mom i think kim is qualified as a single mom because one she's divorced and two like kanye is very um you know in and out. In and out. He like lived in Wyoming for a while and he's like going through stuff and I don't know. I'm sure he's involved, but I think I would consider her a single mom. Yeah, I think people are also questioning that qualification too, considering Kanye is around and he's also, you know, a financial right. provider. Right, that's true. And that's he also true. like wants to be with his kids. He's always making videos like trying to show up. Yeah. So they're, they were triggered by her use of that term as well. Yeah, we actually did just have that conversation, I think, off air. I don't know what is... What constitutes a single mom? I don't know if being divorced constitutes a single mom. Because you're single and you're a mom. Right. And like when the kids are with you, you are single mothering. Yeah. But the difference between that and like a supposedly a widower is like a widower doesn't get, you know, the Half weekends, the custody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know either. And also, we don't know what her situation with Kanye is. Um, right, so if she's calling herself a single mom, like, I'm going to call her a single mom too. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. And I just, it's crazy. Like, it's so crazy. I'm sure this conversation was, like, extremely... Fine and normal. Long, Like, no, like, long and in-depth. And, like, you just take away the fact that, she, what, she's not allowed to cry at night because she's stressed and overwhelmed right. by her life? right. Like, who gave you permission? Right, just because you don't think, like, if you were in that situation that you would cry doesn't mean her feelings aren't valid. Right. No, I don't agree with this backlash. I'm chining this backlash. It's no, not it's, real to me. Okay, but it's, like, very real for people. Yeah, well, that's on them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, per usual. Right. Just because, like, just because somebody's life is different and, in your opinion, easier doesn't mean that they don't struggle with something. Right. Like, that's just, I don't, I reject, I reject this backlash. I don't know her. Okay. Well, I, I still want to watch the interview because it looks good and. And she doesn't do podcasts a lot, so. It's Kim, like, we've never seen her before. And there's video. And most importantly, there is video. Right. So I shall be watching. Watch, she shall. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Some love news. Billionaire mm. Jeff Bezos is engaged to Lauren Sanchez after nearly five years together. Wow, it's been five years? I know. They are really having a week. And I guess this whole big week was the lead up to, to this engagement. big engagement. Amazon head Jeff Bezos and his girlfriend Lauren Sanchez are engaged. The pair are in the south of France for the Cannes Film Festival where they have been hitting the star-studded party circuit while staying on his $500 million yacht with the mermaid resembling Lauren adorning the prow, lest we not forget. Rumors have been swirling this week as Lauren was seen with a diamond ring on her finger. They have been inseparable since they started dating in 2018. Like, very normal. I know. You know what? Between, you know, the conversation we had about them, I think, last week and this, like, I ship. I'm so here for this age-appropriate, you know, long-term relationship. Now, of course, did he cheat on his wife with her? The timeline was like a little murky. The timeline's a little murky, but you don't know when people got separated, when like, you know, they yeah. moved to separate bedrooms, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know. I'm but here she for was it. also married too. Yeah. There was like a little, there was a nefarious nature to the, the beginning of their relationship. However, I'm okay with it. Five years of commitment. Yeah. And now an engagement soon, they'll, you know, they'll be engaged for a year and a half and Get married right, at the plaza. Like, right, just like a couple of millennials. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I mean, that wedding is going to be next level in terms of guest list. Yeah. Like, who at that point do you even invite to your wedding? Everyone. I think they're going to go big. Yeah. It's nice. It is nice. I weirdly am on Unbothered. the ship now. Me too. And it's making him much more likable. I feel like he went through a period of just being like a clown. Yeah, no, like an alien. Like he just, like he's not, in a lot of ways, not human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He feels extraterrestrial. Maybe that's why he's trying to go to space. <laughs> to be amongst his people. Right. To yeah, feel, but like when he wore like normal. that cowboy hat. You know, like everything he does is like a, like a little fucking weird. Yeah, he just like can't be cool. No, but she feels very normal to me. Um... And I don't know, I feel like she normalizes, like humanizes him in a sense. Yeah, and they're always together, like doing activities. They went to Coachella. Yeah. You know? They went to dinner with Kim Kardashian. Which is the most normal thing you could do. Right. It's nice. I like it. I like it too. Mm, because I like it. Yeah. It's good. I'm, Congrats to the happy couple. Yeah, her ring is beautiful. I think it was 20 carats, which is Jeez. insane. Um. And the only photos we really have are like blurry paparazzi of them outside. So it's not like, you know, f an official Instagram announcement. Yeah. But hopefully we'll get that soon. If they're going to be as chuggy as we think they are, I think we'll get like a full-blown engagement photo shoot. I think so. Maybe in a field somewhere, like a bachelor couple. I love that for them. Me too. I would love to see it. Or on the boat. 
Oh, of course. Maybe with the, with the uh, statue in tow. That'd be nice. That would be. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Another bit of podcasting information because Nick Jonas went on Armchair Expert mm. and he is talking about his tragic performance with Kelsey Ballerini that landed him in therapy. And as a Nick fan and a Kelsey fan, I did not know about any of this. What performance? Nick Jonas has revealed that his infamous performance with Kelsey Ballerini at the 2016 Academy of Country Music Awards, the ACMs, landed him in therapy. Wait. He joined Kelsey on stage for a rendition of her song, Peter Pan. I love that But just song. moments after starting the duet off fine, he recalled his tragic off-key guitar solo that seemingly marred the performance. Oh, guitar solo. Okay, it's better than a vocal solo. I feel like when there are performances and then people people go into like long solos that's like when everybody goes and gets a snack so I don't know he said a really good tragic guitar solo debacle happened on live TV I come out for my thing I rehearsed it a million times and feeling really confident about it not even really thinking about it like it's going to be problematic I started off it was fine and as I walked towards her I just went completely blank and I hit a wrong note and blacked out basically and clocked that it was wrong and I couldn't <laughs> stop at the time, he poked fun at himself and laughed along with the torrent of jokes on social media, writing, yes, I screwed up the solo thanks to a huge brain fart. We're all human and shit happens. Yeah. But whoever made this is genius about like a meme. a meme. Looking back on the mishap years later, he said, in retrospect, I can kind of laugh about how big I thought it was, but it did travel more than I wish it would have. And it did cause me to go to therapy. Until this day and hours after unpacking it, I can't really figure out exactly what happened, but I was rushed to a car and rushed to a plane right after it. And I looked at my manager and said, I think that was bad. I was like in shock kinda like it was a really traumatic moment that shaped the pressure I put on myself to be perfect and to be always on that's interesting I have quite literally no idea what performance this is which is so crazy because <laughs> like, we have to go watch it yeah of course because I know everything um and I do feel I could understand how this is devastating for him and I actually think it's worse than his voice giving out because we all know Nick Jonas is a really good yeah. singer and so if he did one performance and he sounded bad like we could say it was an off day I would never be like oh Nick Jonas has been lip syncing his whole yeah. career like he's an established good singer but I do think he really prides himself on being a musician, musician. and to go out and do a guitar solo and like totally fuck it up like you look like you're playing pretend yeah and I do kind of really respect his acknowledging because I feel like he definitely like is always trying to like be and do the most and like be perfect and he's always been that way and it's like kind of annoying. Um, but the fact that it's like something he acknowledges and like works through in therapy, it's like, and I think it's probably like from always being compared to his brothers, like that has to be so toxic that he just wants to be like the best guitar player he could be and the best vocalist he could be. And it, like, honestly, like I feel like in, at points in time, like it has made him annoying. Yeah. Um. So it's the fact that it's something he like actively knows that he does and like works on like actually really like is relatable. Like, yeah. And I respect that. I respect that. And I understand how an incident like this could make him be even more annoying about it and like striving to be perfect yeah and just really devastate him yeah well I'm quite literally running home to go watch his performance <laughs> I'm so curious and it is funny that's also I just think like a relatable thing in life like there are things in your life that you feel like were such big deals like that really like shaped who you are and quite literally nobody cares like I don't like I'm a huge country music fan I have quite literally no idea what he's talking about no I know but I'm sure at the time like it was really big but it also feels really big when you're in the center of it and like still the worst thing that's ever happened to you just because it's not as bad as the worst thing that happened to someone else like it's still hard for you to go through yeah no of course but in in that moment you think it's the biggest thing going on in the world yeah and then in retrospect and those things take time you realize like nobody cared yeah well also this landed him in therapy which is always a good thing yeah, but then it made him more of a perfectionist, like, so the therapist should be fired. Right, right. I thought he was working on his perfectionism. Yeah, like, he didn't heal well from this incident right. up until today. Well, he's talking about it, which is yeah. a good sign. I mean, it's 
eight years later. Oh, seven. wow. I cannot wait to go watch. Yeah, same. Just to like kind of see the look on his face. Like that's what's most interesting. When like live TV goes wrong, how people like hold their composure, I find to be the most interesting part of it. But I also fully understand how this could happen. Like to have a brain fart. Like sometimes it's like, I know my credit card number backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. But like if you were to ask me, like sometimes I'm like, I don't, I don't know. No, and then like your muscle memory just like gives out. Yeah, and I think no matter how many times you perform in front of like a lot of people, like it's always a little bit jarring to be in like an arena full of people and on a televised program, you know, even the most. No, but you could like literally just like black out. It's a muscle memory and yeah. then you just like start to doubt yourself and it's all goes to shit. I think that all the time about like dancers, like the choreograph choreography, like it's like, you know, minutes long choreography. How on God's green diddly dally earth do they remember that? Like I'm always singing that when I'm watching um, like Eras tour content. It's like a three hour show like and you don't mess up just like one dance. True. And I know that they're professionals. Like that's why I can't wrap my no, mind like, around it. Your muscles get used to it. But then like sometimes it could happen where you just like doubt yourself. But at least in that situation, there's other people doing it. So you could pick it back up. That's true. That's true. But still. But, like I have mad respect for like dancers. It's because all you have to be giving it your all, yada, yada. But there's also so much brain work mm -hmm. in remembering like, oh, kickball change comes next, pas de bourre. Yeah. Like that shit really like impresses me. Same with never. like Broadway people memorizing their lines. Oh my God. That is something I actually am in awe of. Like Broadway specifically because it's not like you can like cut and get a line. But even in movies, like people memorize, especially like long form, like Law and Order, like they memorize so many lines. Like they do like 25 episodes a season. And yeah, they get to cut and stuff. But for the most part, you need to have your lines down. I don't know how that works. Me neither. I feel like you could get away with not memorizing your lines. No and like, way. And them cutting. No way. Like, yeah, you could forget for sure. But like you for the bulk, you need to know what's going on in the story. Yeah. In order to know how to act. I guess it's part of the talent yeah. of the trade. No, but Broadway, like theater actors, that is beyond impressive. Yeah. It's like three hour shows. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I've actually been to a lot of shows. I don't think I've ever seen anybody fuck up a line. Maybe you wouldn't know. Right, because they like cover it they up. They have ways of covering. But it's perfection. Like it, it always is. Yeah. Hmm. Are you ready for our next story? No. Okay. I'm not. Okay. You want to know why? Yes. Because today's episode is brought to you by Eucora. It has been a minute since we've spoken about Eucora. Actually, fun fact, Eucora was one of our like first sponsors ever. And I've still, by the way, like six years later, I still use the product when I need to. Yep. So... Do you get UTIs? Well, the founder of Eucora, Jenna, did. And one year she got eight UTIs. She was miserable and desperate for a way to get ahead. And that inspired her to start Eucora. So if peeing after sex and or drinking cranberry juice just isn't cutting it, then you need to try Eucora. Some people just need more support. So if UTIs affect your life, check out Eucora. They make UTI relief products that help you manage your symptoms and help you uh, manage your symptoms until you can see a doctor. And... They make effective urinary tract supplements so you can finally get proactive about your urinary health. For listeners, if you want to text TOAST to 64,000, you'll get 30% off your first order. So Eucora was founded by chronic UTI sufferer and her husband who were frustrated with the lack of options available. They have built-in collaborations with physicians and scientists. Eucora takes an innovative scientific approach to Eucora's health. So if you're feeling like, you know, you're affected by... UTIs, maybe more than the average, or you're just like really kind of getting tired of it, you can get proactive about your urinary tract health and start actively doing things before a UTI shows up. You can get your life back today with Eucora. Get an additional 30% off your order when you text TOAST to 64,000. That's TOAST to 64,000 to get 30% off your order. 
message and data rates may apply. Not all carriers covered. See terms and details. Um, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, and prevent any disease. So again, text TOAST to 64,000 to get 30% off. Today's episode is also brought to you by Lululemon. The shorts from Lululemon specifically were made to stretch, flex, and support the infinite ways of working out, giving you the courage to leap into something totally new and unexpected. So they have a bunch of new shorts at Lululemon that we're really excited about, like the Hottie Hot Short that give you a comfortable range of motion and a flattering fit. The Hottie Hot Shorts allow you to max your stride so you can freely move with confidence. Their lightweight swift fabric lets in airflow so you can move without baggage and they're designed to wick away any sweat before you even notice that it's there. They also have the Wonder Train short, the short with supportive stretch that keeps you dry. Powered by the Everlux fabric, the Wonder Train collection manages heat and sweat so you stay comfortable and focused. The sweat wicking and quick drying material of Everlux fabric absorbs moisture and wicks sweat during the most even intense training or just the most intense hot summer day like when you're running to the grocery store wanting to look cute in your shorts but like you're getting, you know, swamp ass and crotch sweat. All the shorts from Lululemon like are taking care of your girlies on on even the most dire of situations, whether you're running a marathon or running to the grocery store. Um, get into the Lululemon shorts at lululemon.com. I feel like everything from Lululemon is really high quality. It's a brand that you can trust. They last for many, many seasons. If you work out, you run, you go to the gym. Obviously, Lululemon is a brand that comes to mind. But even if you don't, you're just like, you know, running around town a lot getting hot in the summer months. You want like a moisture wicking. You want a brand that you can trust that's like making actual good products for summer, you know, to take care of the undercarriage. So again, Lululemon shorts are available. <laughs> what? The undercarriage. I know, undercarriage is like a funny word. Kind of gorgeous. Much better than what you said, which was Swamp crotch, ass and crotch sweat. Crotch um, sweat. So Lululemon shorts are available at lululemon.com. <laughs> lululemon.com slash undercarriage. That's not a real. Jackie, that's not real. That's not real. Lululemon. But it should. Who knows what happens to you Yeah. <laughs> okay, our next story, the divorce between Kim and Croy is getting even messier. What happened? Last week we reported that she accused him of being like addicted to drugs. To drugs. And now Croy is saying that Kim's gambling problem financially devastated the family. Mm, you know what? There is like a, a record of that. So Kim Croy claims that Kim's gambling has financially devastated their family. The former NFL player is requesting in new court documents obtained by Page Six that the former Real Housewives of Atlanta star undergo psychological evaluation because of the compulsions she's presented. Kim has allegedly been, quote, spending substantial time in material, marital funds on gambling and other games of chance, he claims in the documents, and this compulsion has financially devastated the parties. He further alleged that Kim's time is so consumed with online gambling that she cannot probably take care of their four minor children. So this is, you know, a shit-slinging competition about who and why they can't take care of their kids. Although I do want to say... he wants her tested for mental health issues such as depression, narcissistic personality disorder, bipolar disorder, and more. Okay, that obviously, like, to me, feels like a stretch. However, like, in terms of the shit being slung, like, if you watch the show, she, like, loves to gamble. And it's definitely, like, fun. But, you know, that is a slippery slope. Like, I feel like there's more proof, like, more of a record that she's a gambler than him being, like, addicted to drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed. I also feel like he would have thrown in alcoholism. Because there's a long right. record of her drinking all the yep. time on the show. Like, not in a way that was ever concerning Bad. to viewers. 
but like you could make the case because I feel like they're just at this point trying to make a case for why the other shouldn't have right. custody. And this is like a, the type of situation where like actually having spent years on a reality show really doesn't work in your favor because like there's tons of footage and maybe they just went, you know, to have content, but her at the casino, you know? Yeah. Now that's just like in people's minds and there's a record of it. So it kind of works against you in a situation like that. But like that was a huge storyline. Like she, you know, when they took that RV, she was only down because like they were going to the casino. Yeah. So, Oof. yeah, right. This is where it like comes back to bite you in the ass, even though I don't know if it's necessarily even admissible in court because it's art. It's art. Right. Exactly. It can it's you know, it can be said it was scripted because the law is reason free from passion. Exactly. And art is a passion. Exactly. Thus it is reason free from law. And do you know who said those immortal words? Fat bastard. Exactly. So back to my point, which is. I don't think it's admissible, but it like for the public, like there's two things going on now. Like we're now all, you know, eating this up and taking a side and thinking what's real. And then there's also, of course, like the actual legal part of it. Yeah, this is just extremely messy. About as messy as it gets in a divorce. Yeah. Just like trying to think of the worst possible thing you could say against a partner trying to take away custody of kids. Yeah, it's bad. And it's bad for those of us who like one shipped in. And we're hoping for like, you know, we grew apart. I know. And like we'll co-parent. And they both like love their kid, those kids so much. Because they're each fighting for like sole custody. Right. Which is kind of crazy. You think they both deserve custody? Like if, if you know, if both parents are good, like what's wrong with joint custody? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to let the this chips This is just very sad. They, they have so many kids. They were such a happy family. Like I'm just... I'm really still, like, I'm in shock from this. I'm still in the phase of, like, denial. Yeah. It doesn't feel real to me. I know, but it's realer than real. It's not even, like... No, it's, like, and it's getting bad. It's getting bad. Yeah. So that's the latest update. No, I really am upset about this. Like... Still doesn't explain why they got divorced, though. Yeah. Though they obviously fucking hate each other. Right. So maybe that's what happened. Because in order to, like, get to this point where, like, you're saying really disparaging things about the parent of your child in a legal sense, like where it actually has like consequences, you have to really fucking hate your ex-husband and, and like wife. calling for psychological evaluations, drug tests. Right. Like it's dirty. It's, it's, it's low. Yeah. We've gotten to a bad point. So something must've happened to initially break up the marriage to the point where it was irreparable. Yeah. Sad. Very sad. And their kids are just so cute. I just like, I really love them. I know. And it was really like a fairy tale. If you were there from the beginning, you know like how this was a fairy tale for Kim. Like not only was he so good looking and so cute, he loved her so much and he loved her girls so much and they had this like beautiful family where they couldn't stop having kids and they just... The more you talk about the fairy tale nature of the relationships, the sadder this update is. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I'm still very much in the denial phase because if, you, if you've been there from the beginning, like you know how like Croy turned Kim's life around you know they only really got their own show because he was like this famous NFL player and then they had this crazy life together and they had all these kids and she was just like in and out of housewives but then she became like kind of a new tier of housewife because she got her own show he they were really great for each other and honestly it makes me really sad and like they dealt with so much um with their families like respective families like his family really did not like her and he stood by her and he chose her and their family. And Kim's family was crazy, like selling stories to the press. Like, I think the public only ever found out that Ariana and Brianna, is that, is that their names? Ariana and Brielle <laughs> had different fathers because their 
grandma kim's mom sold a story to people magazine like it was so terrible i remember when that was on tv so like their families were just like kind of terrible to them and they were just this this unit and like the story like actually makes me so sad i'm gonna let you have time to process and to grieve and take your time with coming to terms with it thank you i've been there i know are you ready for our fifth and final story? A little irrelevant business news. And like the way they like still loved each other and were so attracted to each other like all these years later after mm-hmm. all these kids, like it really was inspirational. Mm-hmm. Love isn't real. Like for real, I'm so upset. That's why you need to know what happened so that you can process process and begin to accept. Yeah, that's Because you can't just go from like last season we saw of Don't Be Tardy to this shit slinging. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. No, it's as I said, take your time. Thanks fifth and final story yeah 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 shall we do yeah, you want to yeah. sing a song to lead us in the final story give me cry i'll ship you to the very end justice for cash and kj <laughs> I went like a more somber, like ballad route this time. No, it was nice. We needed that sort of a moose bouche to commemorate, to, to yeah. take us into the next story, which yeah. is that Giphy, the app uh-huh. that has all the gifts, has been sold and was, I guess, owned by Meta. They were owned by Meta? They were owned by Meta and they were sold to Shutterstock for $53 million, which is actually a loss because Meta had paid $400 million for it. Well, I could I could see a time in which it was worth $400 million where like gifts were like, oh yeah, gifts, like, and we were putting them everywhere and everyone was like making their own. And now they're fucking irrelevant. And But I feel like Meta made them irrelevant. Like I can't tell you how many times I've downloaded the Giphy app on my phone so that I could have it in my text messages. Yeah. Because I love to send a GIF in a text. But you don't need the app to do that, do yeah, you? Yeah, you do because if you don't, it doesn't come up and and I literally don't have the giphy app by the way you don't have the giphy app but do you send, have giphy in your text messages yes how when you like open up your text messages my application the little micro the the, what's the it a called? no no you press the red microscope thing excuse me images hashtag image and then you just search in gifs you don't need the giphy app the thing about Jiffy, hey, and I think part of the reason why it... Um, look at me. I'm wh- going to be sending GIFs all day now. I always would download the Jiffy app, then it goes into... Save your, a GIF and then... No, no. it goes. Then it becomes part of your applications oh, that are available no, here. Just the red microscope. But then like, you know... What's that thing called? Search? No, not a microscope. Not a stethoscope. What is that little... Uh, that's a microscope. No, it's not. It's a... Oh, what? Um, when you hold a microscope. A microscope is like a stationary thing you put your eye in. This is like the glass circle with the handle that you put up against your eye. It's called a stethoscope? No, it's called a seeing thing. Like, hold Through on. Through the looking glass. What is it? Seeing Magnifying glass. Yes, thank you so much. I was about to write seeing magnifier, but it's yes. magnifying glass. Thank you. Um, and par- I think that's just further proof why like nothing about Giphy slash Jiffy, whatever you want to call it, was proprietary. It was just a database of GIFs that they didn't own or make. It was just like curated from the internet. So Apple was able to do it on their own. You sure, know, you could say the same thing about YouTube. I could say the same thing about YouTube. Yeah, I could. But nobody ever came and did YouTube just as good. Vimeo tried. Triza. Right. And they weren't as good. But like nothing about Giphy is ubiquitous, you know? Like, YouTube is ubiquitous. Everyone, you need to see a video, you're going to YouTube. For a while, like, when you would search videos for on Google, they would give you, like, Google video. But, like, even they gave up. Yeah. 
they Google actually just bought YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Which was pretty smart. Um, but like Meta, Meta's power is no longer what it was. Mm-hmm. Like when they released Reels, there was a time when they released video, they shut down the world's biggest video app, Vine. When they released Reels, I don't really feel like they made a huge impact on TikTok. What? I don't know. Reels people are real people. No, I know, but I don't think business-wise... They're just like waiting for TikTok to be banned. And then I also read a report on Twitter last week that they're coming out with a Twitter competitor. And I don't think it's like, you know, there was a day in time when they would have done that. It would have shut Twitter down. Their power is not what it what it was. Like if yeah. I had a company now and Meta wanted to buy it, like, of course I would sell it to them. But like, I don't know if it would be like become the biggest, best company ever, you know? Yeah. And it used to be that way. No, not everything they do is successful right now. They're, I don't know what's the future. For, I guess they think the metaverse is the future. Yeah, no, I can't I personally will it. not be engaging in the metaverse or any verses. I like... I like this verse. Real life. The universe. I just don't understand. I don't understand the metaverse. Like why people would want to live there. I literally don't understand it. No. And I like saw this like girl complaining that she got like robbed in the metaverse. Yeah. People are getting raped in the metaverse. You're kidding me. Yeah. But how does that work? I don't know what the laws are there. But can't you just take the glasses off? No. Like for real. Like isn't that. No. I don't. No. 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 I don't know. Like the metaverse, like let's just, the metaverse is not real. Right. So somebody steals money from my wallet in the metaverse, like I still have my wallet in the real world. Like, I, you know you what I mean? Yes, but no, in the metaverse, like you do have like a, a, wa- a digital wallet. So if they take your money. So the metaverse is like lawlessness? No, that's why I'm not getting involved. Like, yeah, I feel like this is one of those things like everybody was like, you know, gangbusters for AI. And now it's like it's literally ruining civilization. And we're all trying to like backtrack AI. And now we're all like gangbusters for metaverse. And then in a few years, we're gonna be like, we wish we never did that. And so I'm not participating in the charade. No, and I'm not gangbusters for metaverse. Take me out of that equation. But I just want to say like AI can do wreak havoc on anything that it wants, but it will never take down the toast. No, it won't. But like, there's no reason anybody should have like created that. And I think the guy who created it is like, damn, like, Leading sorry, life of regret. sorry, y'all. Like, I, I, I fucked up. Yeah. And I feel like the metaverse is going to be one of those things. And like also, whatever happened to NFTs, you know? It's the same thing. But like, is NFTs over? No. Because like the whole thing crashed, right? With FTX? Like, no, no, no. Um, like crypto like crashed, right? Crypto like goes up and down. No, but, but like it they went, had a big down. It went down and I feel like it was never the same. And then FTX also was really bad for the crypto world. Yeah, and I just feel like there was a time when like everyone was talking about NFTs and I feel like we're not talking about it anymore. Like I feel yeah. I think it's like the trend like it's over. Yeah. Like what but, about all those people that like, quit their jobs to work in NFTs? You know? I don't know. What about like all that NFT art that they bought to hang in their metaverse house? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> the fact that people were out here using fake money to buy fake art. No, using real money to buy fake art to hang in their fake houses in their fake universe. Like, this is like literally not the real world. No. Could never be me. Like, I am just like so firmly planted in the real world. And I'm just not one of these people who could be like taken away in the metaverse. Like, I'm just, I'm not. Good to know. And like, where do you even access the metaverse? Like, okay, I want to go to the metaverse. So Do I put on goggles? Like, is it A, R, VR? No, let's seriously say, I'd like to join the metaverse, please. Okay. Where do you join? Let's, go to, let's find out. Like, literally, I'm sure we can find out for Meta. Is How it like a website you to go to? join the metaverse? Do you put on goggles? Join us in the metaverse. Building trust. Okay, that's an ad. What is the metaverse and how to get into it? That's us. Yeah. Big. Read aloud. 
Hailed as the next generation of the internet, big tech's acolytes have high hopes for the metaverse. But though this new virtual space may change our lives, it's still largely misunderstood. So true. Ain't that the truth? Learn what the metaverse is, how to access it, and where it may be heading in the future. Then keep yourself safe wherever you go online with powerful online security and privacy software like Avest One. So for they want us to download Avest One. Okay, and so then then what? No, I need like logistics. how to access the metaverse. You download step Avest step. One, and that's an application on your computer, and so okay. you open it up like you would like photo booth or Safari. Need, here's what you need: equipment to enter the metaverse, a computer, check gaming console it's not necessary to access the metaverse but they are beneficial if you would like to connect other equipment such as a microphone and a vr headset okay i have a ps5 at home but ben does if you're interested in socializing in real time with additional equipment a gaming console can provide an immersive experience okay i definitely want to be immersive vr headset to enter the three so dimension. vr okay so when people say they're in the metaverse they're actually like their eyes are in the metaverse yeah and the hand-operated controllers right right so you're like really <laughs> And like AR glasses. Yeah. Like I'm all good, you know? I'm set. (sighs) I'm set. Even though I will say I went to um, like an arcade like a year ago, maybe less. And there was like a game that you sit in and you put the headset on and like it's like a roller coaster kind of and you really and it was super fun I don't know if that's the metaverse but I had a great time Six Flags in the metaverse no like it was it wasn't even Six Flags it was like this kind of it kind of looked like Care Bears it was like this beautiful like it did make you feel like you want to move there it was just like a beautiful like ring forest almost but it was all in pastel colors and then I was like swirling down this creek and I was in this boat and then I was like it was fun could you sleep in the metaverse? I guess just like not take your glasses off and fall asleep. Just like close your eyes. But then you don't see anything. But you don't see anything when you're sleeping anyway. No, but then you get to wake up there. God, that sounds like, like the like biggest you don't have to go back to your thing. life. I, I don't, honestly, I don't really believe in like creating new universes if you don't like the one that you're in. Like, you know, we all have the hard things in life. Like we just got to power through. Yeah. The metaverse is not going to save you. No. Especially when you're saying it's running rampant with crime. I go to the metaverse because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy <laughs> because, because I, I go, go to the metaverse. metaverse. I think that's a perfect place to end the show. Like really full circle. <laughs> that was actually poetic the way we just kind of started the show. And, and there's nothing that needs to be said. No. I go to the metaverse because I'm unhappy. And I'm unhappy because I go to the metaverse. That's actually like very poignant. I think that's what's going on. I do too. With a lot of people. Like there's no reason you should be putting on glasses and escaping. And it's like an episode of Black Mirror, the one with Landry. Yes, yes. Oh, no, and there was another one where he like plays in a video game with his friend. They're like long distance friends and um, they're both men who are straight and in relationships. But when they play in the video game as their avatars, like one's a girl. I don't know what their genders are in the game, but they fuck when they play in the game. Oh my God. And then they like have to see each other. But they like have this affair going on in the video game. Interesting. That sounds like a good episode. The one that I'm referring to is Landry from Friday Night Lights, whose name I can literally never remember, but he's married to Kirsten Dunst. You guys know him. Um, He plays this video game at work, after work, and when he's at work, he like snatches people from the workplace and makes their DNA and then copies them into his video game. And they like live this like eternal life trapped in the video game, but they find a way to kill him. I don't know. That's basically what the metaverse is. And he was a freak. And I'm sorry, if you're like, if you're not experiencing like, you're not going out and like meeting people and connecting with other humans and like, traveling and experiencing things you're just putting on glasses every day to live in a fake ass world like seriously that's not okay there's something wrong with you i'm sorry (laughs) there is like we all need to bloom where we're planted and we've been planted in the universe not the metaverse no i totally agree so that's kind of the lesson for today thank you there's no toast in the metaverse no uh, no because we're like we're real 
We're real people. You say what you want about us, we're real. And only real people exist in the universe, not the metaverse. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad, baby. You're right. That did start a tangent. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, Public Radio, everybody, Castbox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us Toast of Star. Everybody, beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day, where we will be doing Dear Toasters. We're back on schedule. We will be. I don't see a reason why we wouldn't be. Me neither, unless somebody comes up. Unless there's a jackhammer and right. takes all that time. But hopefully, time. we're good. Love ya. Bye. Bye.